Hi everyone, welcome to I Heart Learning and Teaching, where the world of education meets the true love of learning. Join us as we take a spiritual journey into teaching and learning. I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful for me. I'm grateful for all of the things the Lord gave me eyes to see. Hey everyone, this is Amy. I'm here with my sister Lizzie, and if you have stumbled upon this podcast, then that means you value learning as much as we do. And what we all know is that the most amazing, impactful teacher that has ever walked this earth is Jesus Christ. And this podcast is really all about bringing that Christ-like spirit into classrooms. I have spent over 20 years in public school classrooms. And while we don't directly talk about religion, my religious beliefs have certainly given me a strong spiritual foothold and foundation to approach each day with success, joy, and gratitude. We're also here with my sister, Lizzie. Hi, everyone. I'm Lizzie. So glad you stopped by. I have 15 years of experience in the wonderful world of education, and I love and talk about all things education. We're excited that you're here with us today. Today, we're talking about choosing joy. You know, every day in education, there are so many things to be joyful about and so many challenges to feel frustrated about. And there have been many days for us and probably you where the challenges seem to outweigh the good, whether it is facing an impending deadline, being overwhelmed with paperwork and grading, um, feeling specific issues with other staff members, or behavior challenges from children. These are all obstacles that can challenge our sense of joy. But what we have learned throughout our educational experience and our prayerful concentration is that joy can never actually be challenged because our joy comes from God. Our joy is a constant. That means God gives it to us every day, every minute, and it's ours to claim. So we're gonna talk a little bit about how we choose joy. We know that Psalms tells us, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. What does that look like in a classroom? Well, for me, I had quite the experience as a second year teacher. So as all of us, we spend our entire summer making our classrooms this most wonderful place for learning. We spend hours setting it up, spending all of our money that we worked hard for, and we receive our class list. And on my class list this year, it had a student's name that came with um, a few comments from other teachers. And so as this student walked into my class this year, he came to school with um, a very upset and very frustrated mindset each day. And I was really taken aback the first few days, the first few weeks of school, because it was a daily challenge for me in my second year of teaching. And it really started stealing my joy. And I wasn't quite sure of what avenue and where I needed to go. So I had to really ask myself, what, what was my plan and how was I going to fix this? I was dealing with behaviors like running out of the classroom multiple times a day, being very disrespectful in his tone, 
sitting under his desk and refusing to do any work at all, and of course, never coming to school with any homework done whatsoever. And so I realized that I needed to think about this situation and how was I going to control it. And what came to my mind was that I needed to remove my control. I needed to remove I from the situation and I needed to give it to God. So I prayed for guidance and support. And my answer came and I heard it loud and clear. This baby needed an environment of love and I needed to see and share joy with him and all of my students. I couldn't allow this situation, this student, to steal joy from the learning that should be happening in our classroom. So that might sound silly to you. You just love a child and they turn their behavior all around. But really, I listened to God and I let him guide. And it was love that turned this student's behavior around. Now, you might be thinking, well, what specifically does this look like? What brought this change? So I want to take you through a few things that started happening in our class on a routine basis. Lizzie, I hear what you're saying, that you had a child come to you that came with a lot of baggage. And this is something that so many of us have experienced multiple times. Uh, I, I guess it seems like sometimes we start the year with a deficit-based mindset, thinking that students don't have what they might need, be it behavioral skills, social skills. And I know you say you loved him, but what did that look like every day? How did you love him out of this deficit into an abundance of joy? So you're right. It, it might be tough to think about what does, what does this look like? Loving a child out of these deficits and out of these joy-stealing moments. Well, for our sweet little classroom, there were many moments throughout the day that were moments of joy, but they were purposeful moments of joy and they were planned moments of joy. So in the morning, as he was getting ready to walk into the classroom, I made it a point to step outside of the hallway and greet him every single morning with a giant smile, arms wide open for a big hug, and words of wisdom, words of encouragement, words of, I know this is a great day, and I'm so glad that you are here. We have awesome learning that's going to be happening. When I would walk around the classroom to check homework, Instead of having the mindset or the deficit or the joy-stealing thought of, well, the homework's not going to be done today, I had to change my thought. I had to listen to God and turn to joy. So what did I do? I pulled out his homework folder and I saw the joy. I came up with one positive comment to give him even if there was no homework completed. He had trouble coming to the carpet in the mornings or during math workshop. So what did I do? I walked to his desk and I had a conversation with him and I said, we have great learning that's about to be happening. Come on, I'm going to walk with you to the carpet and I hope you'll sit next to me. I made it a point to point out every single positive or kind thing that he did because what did I do? I had to see the joy. I took his sweatshirt home every single Friday and washed it, and it was folded neat and clean for him when he walked in the door on Monday mornings. What did I do? See the joy. So these ideas of seeing the joy really modeled behaviors for every student in the classroom. They saw how I was responding and seeing all of these actions and reactions in a joyful manner. And so what did they start to do? They saw the joy too, and the students started responding to him in exactly the same manner. We would tell the student that we loved him, that we were glad he was here, and that it was going to be a great day. 
and slowly but surely he started responding. He would smile when he walked through the door. His hand would start to be held high into the air, eager to answer a question. He would put his head up as he walked to the carpet, ready to take his spot for learning. And do you know, in May, guess what happened, Amy? Full turnaround? Full turnaround. He walked across the stage as our class student of the month. And that really brings tears to my eyes because we as a class, we loved him. And we saw the joy and we let God guide. I'm really excited to hear you talk about love in practical action steps. Because while love is a great deep-seated feeling that comes from God, we express it through our actions and our actions through children. And listening to you, I was thinking about the story of Daniel in the lion's den. And Daniel had every reason to be frustrated. King Darius, who had been his close, close friend and leader, had turned on him. He was in a pit of a den of lions. It had to be terrifying. But Daniel was confident and so joyful that the next morning when the king came to check on him, he said, O king, live forever, expressing joy. And everyone else in the kingdom felt joyful in following suit with Daniel's prayers toward God. So when we turn to joy, we can feel confident that that joy comes from God in an overflowing abundance. And thinking about taking joy on as a choice, we can talk and think about two practical action steps that we can all take together each day as we approach our schools, our classrooms, and our students. The first is to claim joy first thing in the morning. Wake up and declare your joy. Our prayer, our daily morning prayer, Lord, thank you for today. I trust in you and I am grateful to receive every day as a precious gift. Lead me to seeing your joy in everything you create throughout this day. And as you continue to move through your day, claim it. Claim that joy for you and claim it for everyone in your classroom because nothing and no one is more powerful than God. And so nothing and no one has the power to steal your joy or any joy that should be happening in your classroom. So as you claim this joy, you have to stand and look for the good. Shut down the bad and only see the good every time. We've all seen it in students' behaviors. When we highlight the bad, the negative, they keep doing it because they get some attention from it. When we highlight and shine light on the good, the positive, that's what students replicate. Our whole day is like that. Joy is magnified when it is sought out, when we claim it and hold steadfastly to it, and when we celebrate that joy. So remember, joy is a choice. Stand loud, proud, excited to take on joy with you every single day as you teach and illuminate your classroom. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks for joining us as we welcome, choose, and radiate joy each day in our classrooms. I Heart Learning and Teaching would love to give a special thank you to Alex Cook from alexcookmusic.com for making the world a more joyful place to learn and grow by sharing his beautiful music. The song featured in this podcast is called A Heart That Cannot Be Broken. 
I'm grateful for learning And I'm grateful to pray I'm glad that I don't always get my way I'm grateful to ask And I'm glad I can borrow And sometimes I'm just glad to try again tomorrow And a heart that's full of thanks cannot be broken This heart of mine keeps wishing grateful for you and I'm grateful for me I'm grateful for all of the things the Lord gave me eyes to see I'm grateful there's more every step of the way I'm grateful to be alive